Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Rice Guys Morning Show with Matt Man. I feel like if I saw Paige at the grocery store, every time I walked by her down the aisle, she'd say, Hey, I'm Paige. Nine. Anybody else remember when a bunch of suburban dads went around trying to act like Tony Soprano? Paige. I would go on and on and on about myself, but you need my dog's approval first. And fat boy. I have more pop vinyls than I have friends, but whatever. The vinyls smell better anyway. The Rice Guys every morning. 93 minute rut blocks all day. 93.3. The planet. Well, I might have a whole situation in, in my neighborhood because there's a neighbor that for a while has had a, uh, um, a a Trump 2020 sign in the yard, which I don't know why I feel this way in, in the South, but it's a bold move, right? I mean, not really it's here. It's a bolder move to have like a Bernie Sanders sticker on okay, your car uh, rolling around Greenville. So not the next door neighbor. This is way down on the lower end of, of my street. I got a whole lot going on in the neighborhood. You got the, the one uh, guy who has the Trump. It's not uh, Make America Great Again. It just says Trump 2020. Yeah. Uh, but then No mention of pants? Lower, no. L- several houses down, but across the street. They have a Bloomberg sign, and I'm like, Bloomberg? Here? I, I, it's first of its kind I'd ever seen. A yeah. Bloomberg for president sign in the upstate of South Carolina? Probably a transplant. But regardless, there's going to be uh, some kind of uh, war going back and forth on, on my street. Nightmare on my street. <laughs> you got to pick a side. And then, so listen to this. This is the, the main thing. I believe that... One of my neighbors is a sex worker. What? Can't call them prostitutes anymore, Paige, or gigolos. What's he look like? I don't well, I don't know. I mean, on your street, do you ever see your neighbors? Well, you know what I mean? Like I've uh, this has been after Christmas. So when you see Christmas during Christmas, even after right after the first of the year, you, you people still have Christmas lights up. This was I know good and damn well the fourth of January. Okay. That these neighbors, this is not a Christmas light. These neighbors put a front porch light on their house that is red. 
after Christmas. And I come from a time when you had a red front porch light. That meant that you were a sex worker. Wow. Hence the term red light district. Red light district. Yeah. Based off that. I think it was something with the railways, too. Uh If they would put a a red lantern up, it meant, uh, ladies of the night, please uh, come to the depot. Yeah. Yeah, man, some of my neighbors down the street used to have a a blue porch light. They left on all the time. Not anymore. What does that mean? Apparently it's supposed to mean respect and solidarity to law enforcement, but I don't think they were doing it for that reason. It was just their back porch light was bright blue all night long. But a uh, red one. Like, Fabble, you've never heard that? If you had a, uh, I have not. I didn't connect it, too. I didn't know Red Light District was because of that. Yeah. I what do you think it was because of that? A bunch of traffic lights. <laughs> well, we Slow lived. Slow down. Oh, man. We lived beside a hooker, but we didn't realize it until later in life. I grew up, dude. We didn't know at the time we were kids. Do tell. So there were a lot of men. Was it like a hooker hooker or just a lady who was maybe a drug addict and would do favors for drugs? Can I be honest? Maybe it was more of like a group sex type situation. There were always dudes in and out of the, and she was a nice looking lady, but we just could never figure out why there were so many guys in and out of the place. Are you talking about your hotel room at the beach that time? Oh, Ow, oh. Chihuahua! <laughs> oh my goodness! Lord, <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. But like Hawaiian tropic bikini oh. swimsuit competition going on in there. So if you live if you lived on Carmen Lane in the nineties and you were a hooker, get with me because I want to see what you look like now. That boy said he's got twenty dollars and some free time. But you just saw people coming and going. Uh, why do you assume that they're just going in there to get their rocks off? There was so much every day, so many cars. She have a massage table. Well, maybe she was <laughs> slinging drugs. Yeah, that we never could be. went in there. I mean, come on, she was good looking. There were dudes there. Like, are you going to go just buy drugs off a hot chick and not do anything else? I mean, like, I'm not. Well, you'd ask her. Yeah, but it was the '90s were wild, man. <laughs> but normally they're a little bit more discreet. Maybe they'd meet someone somewhere and then take, I don't know. Why else would you put a red light on your front porch? Now, again, I don't know who lives there. I, I don't see a lot of my neighbors sometimes. Like, oh, really? Sometimes I wonder, like, is, who lives there? I just want to just set out on the street and just see. I, I see people that, that, that are houses. That I never see the people come and go. So I don't know if it's man or woman that lives there, but. When I lived at Poe Mill, remember the the rock house? It still stands right there on Third Avenue. Oh yeah, there is is a rock house. It was between uh, our house on Poe Mill and my grandma and grandpa's on Third Avenue, it's right across from the recent shooting. Yeah, I know. Exactly. I know the rock house. Yeah, because it's a mill house, but it's made of stone. It's made. It's beautiful, beautiful, yeah. small, tiny little house. Um, but uh, there were hookers there, and I knew the word hooker before I even knew prostitute. Because my daddy would uh, sometimes, when we'd go to Krispy Kreme uh, over there on 291, he would drive through downtown Greenville and point out the hookers to me Yeah, a small child. My dad used to do the same over there off Pendleton Street. He would always hang the out The area right there that's and, now a baseball stadium. Yeah, Army-Navy store was like the corner yeah. for hookers back in the 80s. Now, are they living in that house, or is that just the place of business? Because I can tell you a situation when I had an apartment, there was the top floor was where there was a house of prostitution, but the... Apartment of prostitution. The work, Yeah, you're right. Thank the you. workers would meet at Bob's Big Boy down at the bottom of the hill. It was kind of like a gated ap- apartment complex. And then they were busted down at Bob's Big Boy. But then nobody really lived there. They were just working out of the apartment. In the the rock house, when I was a kid, um, there, there, would be, there were two ladies that worked there. One of them was very, very tanned, had long brown hair, um, 
she would stand on the front porch, and I could see her from across the street. I was out playing in the yard, or maybe I had the tile out there, and I was breakdancing. Yeah. And she would stand out there and smoke a cigarette, and when she'd see me, she would wave at me. And it wasn't just a side-to-side wave. It was with the fingers. With the fingers. Ooh. Like she's doing the wave with her fingers when she would wave at me. Yeah. She's beckoning you. And I didn't I know then what I was feeling <laughs> because I was young, but I remember thinking, I didn't know she was what she was until later on, but I was like, What's going on? And then I heard my parents talking about, we have a we have a house of hookers, and I was Ooh, trying to figure house. out who who who's who's the hooker house. It's not the Fritz, <laughs> not the Wells, not no. the Pagets. Who no. is it? Well, thank God, all those. Yeah. Now, how has this become a theme in a man's life? Because I remember Matt, you had an apartment where across the breezeway from you lived a lady of the night. That lady of the night. The contention then was that she was just doing uh, massage therapy. A tax evader across the hall then. Um, because when I would see the door open, there was just a massage table, and that was it in there. And it was uh, a little uh, <laughs> cute little Asian lady that uh, would come and go there only during oh. the daytime. Uh, and I would hear uh, some knocking, and then— She uh, couldn't give massages to women? I never saw women go in there, exactly, Jimmy. Exactly, exactly. I, I never saw it. She's still there? I don't know how you lived there in 10 years. I been there in a decade. Let me go okay. have a homecoming with old uh, apartment. Are you winking at me? <laughs> I'm not winking at you. So Matt lived across the street from a brothel, potentially across the hall from a sex worker, and, and now, now maybe has one in the neighborhood. Yeah. Now, well, I'm only assuming that because it's a red porch light. What other reason? Is there some kind of uh, new charity drive that I don't know about? Are they doing the, the red lights for Australia? Can you turn the, uh, oh, can you turn the camera? Kind of spot who's going in and out. Just further down. Oh, uh, yeah. And I can't turn the camera. Can't adjust your doorbell to face that direction, huh? Oh, you switch the mail. Or grab some other box and say, it was in mine by mistake. Here you go. Yeah, I'd say I don't care that much. <laughs> Even when I walk the dog, I never see anybody coming and going there. No? Yo-yo tricks. Yeah. Hmm. And then they would say, why didn't you just put it in my box? And then you say, because I want to see what you look like, sex worker. Yeah. I wanted to see. I'm trying to figure you out. And it, uh, what's the price list there? Are they $40 or are they higher? But at that point, you start doing stuff that's like the burbs or Fright Night where you're trying to figure out. <laughs> remember that? Tom Hanks and the burbs trying to figure out if his neighbors were evil? And it just turns out it's, yeah, it's some shut-in lady who probably got it and didn't realize that it was uh, red until she put it in and turned it off. Yeah. She'd it's a, a sex worker. She'd be like Grammy from Beer Fest who ended up being a whore. Nine, you ever lived near a prostitute? I mean, my God. Not, I never heard that story about Paige. Not that I've known of. She had the apartment of Rising Sun above her. <laughs> yeah. They were yeah. running a business, though. Yeah. yeah I, I don't. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I don't know that I've ever lived near one, though. I got some new neighbors. I don't know anything about them, but I'm turning into like a nosy old person trying to figure out who they are. This is the Rise Guys Morning Show. I did uh, send a direct message to uh, Sergeant Slaughter because... Uh, you know, he was on the show uh, last year, 2019, yeah, early on, though, like yeah. back in the springtime. Yeah. He was in town for the Greenville Comic Con. Yeah, he was. Um, and we had him in. And then it, w- it was discussed on Friday's show that WWE Hall of Famer, Sergeant Slaughter, guest of the show, the same guy from the G.I. Joe cartoons, a real American hero, uh, the guy that... I mean, he's been a figure of professional wrestling for like 40-something years. Uh, It was revealed that he never served in the armed forces. He was never in the Marines. And um, it shocked shocked, Hell, it shocked me. But then again, like I... Okay, so this is the questions that I was asking myself about this. Mm -hmm. Because I sent that Friday to Sergeant Slaughter. By the way, he saw it and didn't respond. Because I can see that it said seen, and yeah. he didn't respond, which I get yeah. it. I mean, he probably don't know what to say. The, he took his website down. Uh, what would you call him? Did you call him Slot or Commander of Magic? Well, you know what I noticed? I did call him Sarge, but what I noticed is when you write the word Sarge out, you're misspelling it. It should be Surge. It should yeah, be. Because it's Sergeant. <laughs> if you spell it, it's with an E at the, you know, S-E-R. Yeah. But it, I spelled it Sarge. I said, hey, Sarge, we were talking about the, the stories Going around about you today, uh, obviously we're big fans and would love to have you on and give you uh, a chance to talk about it. I'm sure he's gotten that invitation from a zillion different people. But um, So one thing that several people were saying, though, is like, well, is that the last chapter of wrestling that y'all believed? Like people that aren't wrestling fans are like, did you really think he was uh, in the Marines? And I'm like, well, yeah, that's one thing you don't misrepresent, correct? Well, when I was a kid, yeah, I, I, I mean, I just assumed he was. And later on, I never really thought about it too much, whether he was or not. But I guess people are kind of mad because he's been doing these interviews the last few years where he talks about serving two tours of duty in Vietnam, but he never did. Never, never did. Yeah. He, the times that he claimed that he was serving, uh, there's video and records and stuff of him actually wrestling here in the States. Uh, but we had him on earlier in the spring. Here's here's a couple clips of. Uh... See, I don't know what to call him, man. I'm gonna call him by his character name of Sergeant Slaughter. Well, he knows what to call you. Uh, I'm Matt Man. You're Batman. That's, That's like uh, uh, a hair lip saying Matt Man. <laughs> yeah, Batman. <laughs> Matt Man. That's how I was named. <laughs> you could call people a hair lip. Is that still socially acceptable? I don't think so. Uh. Uh-uh. What is, what do you, okay, so in the future, if I see someone with a, quote, hair lip, what would I say? They have a... I don't think you're supposed to say anything. They have a lip disorder. 
I guess you're supposed to look at their eyes and call them by their name. Right. I don't know. I don't right. think you're supposed to point it out to them. They're no, aware. I wouldn't point it out to them, but let, <laughs> let's say, I'd say, hey, nine, look at that guy over there. You'd be like, which one? I'd be like, the one with the. I don't know. I'd have to say it, just so you know who I was talking about. Yeah. But I, I didn't realize that was uh, looked at as uh, bad. Like, oh, I got it. Not you'd, to me. The one with the cleft lip. Cleft lip. Yeah. yeah. That's what you call butt crack. Intergluteal I thought that was cleft. a cleft palate. Or you could say the one in the green shirt <laughs> with the cleft lip. Okay. All right. Uh, and, of course, Sergeant uh, Slaughter took, uh, well, he admired Paige. He really d- took a little notice of Paige when she was That's there. Paige? Paige. Yes. I met Paige earlier. Yeah. I'd love to give you some orders. <laughs> now, he was tweeting us about that last week. Last right, week. Like the day before the Stolen Valor thing came along. Yeah. He said uh, he still had some orders for Paige. Uh-huh. And then we tweeted him back, what kind of orders are you talking about? And he, then then all the all the hoopla came out in the news. He had a nickname for all of us. I don't know if you remember. Listen to the 93.3 Planet Rock. Look at that. He just cut a and promo the, on the our Rise show. Boys. Well, we'll take <laughs> that. That's an order. The Rise Boys. He called us maggots or something. He did. <laughs> That's nice. He, didn't call, he did call us maggots? I believe so, yeah. Let me I'm offended by that, partly. Listen up, all you maggots out there and those who wish they were. This is Sergeant Slaughter from WWE G.I. Joe, the real American hero. And I want you to rise and shine. Are you a real American hero? Are you? So, like, Hmm. we we talked about it on Friday when when the the news came out. And... uh, Nine, you were saying that some of the uh, some of our uh, men and women out there that served in the military, some of them were saying stolen valor. Yes. Absolutely stolen valor. When we did it in headlines, there were some people who were mad, and then there was kind of it was really a mixed bag. Half of them were pretty upset about it, and half of them were saying stuff like he's always been a, a positive influence, positive image, a good ambassador for the military, playing the role. But then again, I mean, it's not that he played the role that got anybody mad. It's that he goes around telling stories about his two tours of duty in Vietnam that never happened. Yeah. That's what people take issue with. Yeah. This is when, uh, I mean, I, look, I'm, I wish he wasn't ever dead, but this is when I wish Arlie Ermey was uh, still with us. Oh, yeah. I would love to hear his thoughts on this. Leatherneck. He was, a, like, right? He really served. Yeah. yeah Arlie Ermey really served and then, of course, also went on to play a, a lot of uh, – you know, full metal jacket, of course. Was he in the army? Uh, no. He was a, a gunnery sergeant. <laughs> I was in the Marines, right? Yeah. Next thing you're going to tell me, Ted DiBiase wasn't a millionaire. Yeah, he was on He was on the set of full metal jacket to be a, a military consultant. They wound up giving him the role. I didn't know James Brolin wasn't a pilot until I was 20. But the, the, so like this, with wrestling, they have this this – their own little uh, language called kayfabe. Yeah. And it's kind of, it comes from the, the, the carnival life where, you know, they would say certain words to not let the crowd in on, you know, protecting the business. The marks. They would also call it. The marks, yeah, protecting the business. So if you're pretending forever for three, four, going on five decades to be this character, then when you do interviews, you're still the character. So I'm like really... I, I never served, obviously, but uh, <laughs> I really don't know. Like, is that stolen valor? And I, so it's not for me to necessarily 
I mean, it's for me to wonder about, but to not necessarily know the answer to it. It's the men and women who did serve. But like, if you interviewed Dustin Rhodes, who played Gold Dust for like 20 years, right? Would you expect him to come up and kiss you on the mouth? Hopefully. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ricky Steamboat wasn't even a boat. He can't even swim. He's not a dragon either, man. <laughs> I don't think he's Japanese. No, he's Hawaiian. He's Hawaiian. Yeah. His name's Dick Blood. Yeah, Richard Blood, but his friends call him Dick. Yeah, Dick Blood. <laughs> his enemies call him it too. Oh boy. See, yeah. it's all characters, man. But but it's it's characters. But then see, that's Rick Rude wasn't ravishing. That's the the problem with <laughs> wrestling, especially. I, I will say this with WWE is that when we have these guys on. You you're still interviewing the character. Yeah. Like as as much as we don't want to act like we are, we're still interviewing the character. Yeah. They're, you're not going to be able to ask them a legitimate question without them breaking character because they have their PR person nearby, and you know it's it's really odd because that's like the last stage where they will live it. Yeah. Except for social media. No. When we when we had the uh, Mister Slaughter on. You're not going to call him Sarge anymore. <laughs> I'll call him Mr. Slaughter for right when now. When I'm looking at his autograph on on the uh, on the the photo that we have in here, actually it's Fat Boy's photo. Yeah, he doesn't write Sergeant Slaughter. He writes S line 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 Slaughter. Yeah, and then none oh, of there's... none of his stuff says Sergeant. It just says SGT. Yeah, yeah. I mean that is the standard abbreviation, though. That's not a standard uniform either. At ease, fat boy. No, it isn't. That's what it says on it. It's a singlet with a damn camo shirt. When we had the, when we had Mr. Slaughter on, did he say anything then about his military service? I couldn't it, find anything. Didn't, it didn't come up? Yeah. I just swore that he said something about Paris Island. But he had been on by phone years ago prior to, so mm-hmm. it, it could have been from that. Could have been. All he did was hit on Paige when he came in studio. Right. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get the foxhole? <laughs> yeah! T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Is the Rise Guys Morning Show. <laughs> hey yo, hello. You ready to catch a contact? Well, then grab some Visine and let's do this. <laughs> if you're hot. I'll be ready this time. <laughs> it's now time for Nine's best damn audio. Yo, Nine, hit this, brother. In five, four, three, two, one. Now exhale. There we go. Now yeah. we're ready. Yeah. For the best damn audio. Thank you. Thank you much. Mm-hmm. Beady. I have some some fun stuff. Y'all are going to enjoy this, I think. I hope. All right. I worked hard on it for a little bit. You ever wonder what it sounds like when somebody gets hit by a train? No. Never? 
like well, a, like a, a a locomotive or like a subway? Because people say I take the train. It's like you taking a subway. Like six dudes in a row. No, uh, like a, like a like a train. Okay. Oh, not running it. No, no, oh, like okay. a literal oh. like a literal freight train. Uh, oh, okay. I've no. often wondered that. Will you now let us hear that? I will because a police officer's 3D body cam cam <laughs> filmed him being sideswiped by a train. He did have some broken bones, but he's okay. He's going to be fine. Going to go back to work. Everything's going to be cool. He was chasing a robber. And he thought he was far enough away from the tracks, but in the dark, he couldn't quite tell he was still close enough. Hey, T6, 911. Come here. You're right working out towards Piedmont at the railroad tracks. It didn't sound that bad, actually. It sounded pretty bad, like the moment of impact. Uh-huh. I mean, he was sideswiped by it. I mean, he wasn't standing directly in front of it, which would not have been good. Is he okay? Yeah, he's fine. He had, I mean, he had he's a couple fine? of broken bones, but he's going to go back to work and be fine. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Considering he got hit by a train, he's fine. Uh-huh. If, if you, it had hit Fat Boy, it would have derailed the train. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you work in dispatch, I don't know how you understand what they say. Because they get so close like yeah, I'm just somebody over here. I'm gonna arrest somebody real quick. I think you kind of get used to it. What did you just say? <laughs> Who is this? Gore-Tex calling in again? Jesus Christ. 10-4. He was in the Polk County, Georgia, which is... I didn't say Piedmont. I was wondering. That's where Rock Mart, Georgia is. Far as on the Alabama border. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Bad side. Near yeah. Quintard Mall. Below Rome and west of Atlanta. Pretty much due south of Rome. Okay. Near Aniston. Yeah. 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 Wow. So yeah. it was so dark that he couldn't see the train coming. Yeah. Well, they didn't. He didn't hear the toot toot. <laughs> he should have. Chicka 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 chicka. No, he knew the train was coming. He just thought he was far enough away from the tracks. Okay. But he wasn't. Jeez. Goodness. Thank God he's alive. But that's what it sounds like when somebody gets hit by a train. In case you're wondering. Good to know. A lot of people get hit by trains. A lot yeah. of respectable people get hit by trains. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do. Like so, uh, you know, they thought Everett McGill got hit by a train. They, they, well, that's what his wife told his daughters. Yeah, because he he wasn't bona fide. Who's that? No prospects. Oh, brother Art, though. George Clooney. Oh. Yeah. Why are you telling our girls I was hit by a train? Ulysses Everett McGill. He's a Dapper Dan man. Yeah. He's a man of constant sorrow. Then he got beat up by the bona fide nerd guy. <laughs> he did. He has yeah. a soggy bottom. He yep. does. Does that count? Yep. I'm in a tight spot. <laughs> the boys do, anyway. Would you rather be with a... a, a what? <laughs> You'd rather be with a fat bottom girl or a soggy bottom boy? Uh, probably the girl. <laughs> <laughs> soggy bottom doesn't sound good. Ooh. I'm going to come get me a piece of Dan Tominski in a minute. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to take you back to the, to the 1980s, Matt, man. All this right. is probably something you, you might remember seeing this on television. Probably. I watched a lot. It's uh, <laughs> man. There's nothing that beats the the PSAs of the 1980s and the early 90s. The they, more you know, in the 70s too, for that matter. I'm just a bill. Yeah, but the the, the production they put into it and this how cheesy they really were in the end. Yeah. This is a safe driving PSA from the 1980s, starring the characters of uh, Cats when it was big on Broadway, like the biggest thing oh. in the world in the in the 80s. Um, it, it involves a car crash and then the cats show up. <laughs> it's just, here you go. Just listen to it. Accident. An accident. Accident. The humans had an accident. There was a child in the car. A child. A child? A child? 
Cats have nine lives, children only one. Help them live that life. Buckle them into a car seat. No one wants a child to become a memory. There was a child in the car. Did you see him? A child? Where did he go? A child. He had some tape around his mouth. A child? A child. A child? Who are they going after with that? I don't know, man. I have no idea who they're going after with that. I don't know that it, that it would be very effective as a PSA, but maybe that saved lives in the, in the 80s. Send in the first responders. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. There's a child in the car whose name was Scotty. Don't worry, they're okay. He swore. They're paid actors. <laughs> if he escaped, he wouldn't tell anybody. Think he ran somewhere down south and ripped all the tape off his mouth. <laughs> the Send head. in the first responders. Yeah. That is uh, dreadful. Interesting. Or maybe his name was Lance. Either way, I have his pants. But the eighties were were the world. damn cool. They, I mean, they they they. Uh, it was a different time. Yeah, the eighties were cool. Yeah. yeah, I like. Sometimes you ever go on YouTube and just do this. If if you're bored and you're tired of, you know, looking and, and creeping on social media, go on YouTube and whatever age uh, you grew up. Like if you grew up in the eighties, you grew up in the nineties. Put in nineteen eighties. TV commercials. Oh yeah. People will put these things on a loop, and it will it it will just tickle your fancy to sit there and watch some of the commercials. It'll bring it back, man. It's fun. I, I how boring am I? I sit around and watch forty year old damn commercials. I watch old TV promos. <laughs> Movie of the week. Oh, or Scott man. Bakula, David Hasselhoff, gridlocked. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, I mean, yeah, it's it's great. Um, oh man, you want to get into the junk now? Yeah, you, you know, you were talking about, like, actually uh, genitals. Yeah, yeah. Genitals. We're, we're going to start with something. Have you seen this video or heard this clip, Fat Boy? I have not. Okay, this oh. is a, a British cricket player, a cricketer, cricketeer. I don't know. He was uh, hit in the junk by a pitch. And, dude, he lets out a howl like you would imagine he should. That, unfortunately, is the third time this evening. Oh, no. He might not get up from this. He's not in good shape. <laughs> yeah, when your partner's looking quite concerned. Yeah, I think he's in a bit of strife. I love the laughter, but it was the third time for that same guy in that, that match. And the, the woman, who you would think would laugh at, because the guy knows the pain. I would feel bad for that guy. You'd laugh, too. Yeah, it would. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. That's why you laugh as a man, because you know the pain. I bet old Mary Carrillo would laugh, too. Yeah. Can we do that one again? Just hear the, oh, no! Oh, no! <laughs> that, unfortunately, is the third time this evening. Oh, no. He might not get up from this. He's not in good shape. <laughs> yeah, when your partner's looking quite concerned... Yeah, I think he's in a bit of strife. It's a butterfly. <laughs> he's in a little bit of strife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Like, you, you chuckle when a guy, like, even on, like, AFV, America's Funniest Home Videos, you, you will see, even if it's a kid, it, you know, slow pitch to the kid, hits him right in the junk. Everybody laughs. Alfonso Rivera laughs. 
But if you're at like Frankie's Fun Park and you see a woman get hit in the junk, you ain't laughing at that, are you? Is why is that? I mean, it doesn't happen often. Well, no. Dude, I laughed like hell the time I hit that line drive playing uh, neighborhood baseball at Poe Mill, and the ball wedged right between this girl's oh, thighs. <laughs> like I was out on the play because she caught the ball. She just never saw it coming. It wound up oh, right between boy. her thighs. Ow. God, like I, I know the the genital <laughs> areas are, are sensitive, but is it as sensitive for a woman? Like because we got you know it hurts. Yeah. Oh yeah. We have nerve endings there too. That's true. Like I don't know if you got you know where all the spots are. You know erogenous zones. If you get kicked there or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> if it hurts all the same. You ever fall on riding a bike? It's the same pain. No, but I guess I can see it. Maybe. It's, it hurts. Yeah, that's just about to make a real bad joke. It's all right. Let's go. <laughs> well, this thing about skinning your knee when you fall off a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> God bless. Like if you're in a fight, page, would you try to kick a woman in the crotch? Never. Yeah. Really? That's like a woman's code. I'd unspoken. give her a high knee lift to the. I've never yeah. grabbed a woman in that area, nor would I kick. You her. ever fought, Paige? Like yes, a... I've fought a girl before. I fought her off of me. You fought her off. Fought her off. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, it could be a good defense. She, she was strunks. trying to beat me up over a boy. Who mm. she, yeah. Now you got like you know obviously large breasts. Was she like punching <laughs> you there first? I, me I, or Paige? I've told this story before at school. Everybody gathered around and were screaming, "Rip my clothes off!" And yeah. beat her up. Yeah. God, yeah, we knew better than to what get between girls when they. I didn't. Fighting. Yeah, I, I didn't. I. I never. I would never go to the Sky City parking lot if I knew it was girls fighting. I never liked to see that. No. And all the other women were handing them their tulip rings to put on. Like they were making a brass knuckles sponsored by K Jewelers. <laughs> but they don't fight fair now because, like, old girl from the video who uh, threw the shovel at the girl and hit her in the back of the head. I mean, that's that's unfair. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to have a, a Con Air moment. It's kind of funny yeah. to watch. <laughs> oh, man. That was brutal. Oh, <laughs> the noise. It's just. Oh. <laughs> Started crying. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I would too. <laughs> it hurt like hell. Swing and miss. Just throw it at them. Just throw a shovel at somebody and hit them. I'd rather you kicked me in the pee or. Please, please, please. I'll let, you, I'll let you. Rochambeau me. Come on. All right. Yeah. You remember the other day we talked about uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's goop candles? Mm-hmm. It's called uh, the Vagina Scented. Yes, yes. That's the ones. Other people are getting in on that act now. I thought about doing it with uh, beard oil, but I was afraid it'd cause a lot of men to think that uh, their wives uh, would think maybe they were cheating on them. And you don't want to confuse your demographic. (laughs) If you long for the scent of Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina candle, then you'll crave the alluring aroma of the Rise Guys Crotch Candle Collection with original smells like Fat Boy's Fupa. Dirty Nike gear. Fill the room with a wondrous waft of Nines Fomunda cheese. Mmm, so musty. And if you thought beard oil was just for your face, experience Matt Man's pubes. Mmm, golly, that stinks so good. (laughs) Or if you prefer a feminine fragrance, indulge your senses in Paige's lady parts. There's no friggin' way she wants any part of this. The Rise Guys Crotch Candle Collection. It's just like Gwyneth Paltrow's, but nobody's paying 75 bucks to smell it. Golly! 
What do you think about that? Is that Mike Vendetti? <laughs> sound like Mike Vendetti. Uh, no, 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 no. The Rise Guys Morning Show. This guy, oh, so listen to this. This was in Michigan. A guy went and bought a uh, secondhand couch at a Habitat for Humanity store. Good for him. You know, the, the like a Goodwill, you know, restore or whatever. But he got a good deal on a nice, lightly used piece of furniture. Bought it for 70 bucks. They had it for three weeks and uh, noticed something. One, one of the sofa cushions was a little uncomfortable. Uh-oh. So after three weeks, uh, they unzip it and... Uh, his daughter-in-law pulls out a stack of cash, and then another one, and then another one, and a shocking amount of forty-three thousand one hundred and seventy dollars. Man, okay. Ugh. The guy that found it, his name's Her- uh, Howard Kirby. He said, for a hot second, he was tempted to keep the cash. Oh no! But ultimately, decided against it. Oh no! He said, "Quote: mm. What would Jesus do?" Jesus would give it back to the rightful owner. Well, I say to you, Howard, Jesus was a carpenter who would have made his own couch. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. Was there a lot of eyes on him? He had to give it back. Okay. For, to, to quote the great preacher, why? Why were there? <laughs> let, let me go on before we get into that. So why? Howard then contacts the Habitat for Humanity thrift store, who somehow, now I've donated a bunch of, stuff to various thrift stores and things over the years. Thank you. You're welcome. They give me a blank receipt. Never is it itemized. Uh-uh. Um, but they they somehow found the previous owners of the couch who said, oh, yeah, it was stashed in there by her grandpa. We didn't know it was in there. Oh, they didn't know it was missing. They weren't looking for it. Never oh. knew it existed. So they give the money back. Mm-hmm. And I've looked at how many tabs I got open here. One, two, three, four, seven. Seven news stories, not once does mm-hmm. it says they gave him any of the money. Yeah. Or no, no, did any of the reporters ask. That would have been the first thing I say. Yeah. Oh, yeah, after they said that was their late grandfather's, did they offer you part? A reward of some sort. Did you get any? Jesus would say, give him 10%. Yep. Give an offering. Yep. Yep. So, fat boy, you unzip it. Yep. And there it is. Old money, too. Like, Grandpa's been dead for a while, so these are probably old presidents. Mm-hmm. Tiny-faced. <laughs> Ain't got strip in there. You know what I'm saying? Ain't got nothing. You know what I'm saying? Honest to God, I would do what this guy did first and see legally if I had to. You'd call, you'd call Rob Inerio first? Yeah, because this guy, a lawyer told him, you know, he could keep it. He didn't have to give it back. Uh, yeah, I would have kept it. This guy is an absolute moron. So he did contact the lawyer first. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so, and the lawyer says you don't have to give it back. Yeah, he had no legal obligation to return the money. Is, is Howard, like, wealthy, this guy? Well, he bought a second-hand couch, but they yeah. get Must some, be. Some, right. some of those eccentric millionaires will buy used furniture. I hate to be judgmental, but it doesn't look like it. Ah, and see, I can see where Fat Boy's <laughs> thinking. Maybe there was a robbery, and but if the bills aren't, aren't marked, what? right? Yeah, don't care. This yeah. would be like, if I found forty-three grand in, in a couch, it would be like, Wow, it's my ticket to home ownership. No yes. kidding. I would say, you know what? Good for you, Matthew. This is what you get for going and buying. Uh, Habitat for Humanity got $70 for nothing. Yeah, they did. They already got a free 70 The people don't know it's missing. But it then, isn't bloodstained. Right. They're fine. But I can see where the good person would think, well, what if this was saved for something important or 
You know? Oh, wasn't it important enough to not remember? It's, it wasn't it important was enough a, to take out of the couch. It was an accident to donate that, and That's somebody's true. looking for it. You ever it, accidentally give away forty grand? No, no, never. No. never. And no. they had no clue. They had no clue about the money. The guy's family when they returned it. So at that point, that guy should be like, you know what? They don't know. I would give it back. It's mine. They just assume that their late grandfather was saving it in the couch cushions. Yeah, and they're like, okay, cool, thanks. Must but not I, have trusted grandma. I definitely would have given someone a reward for giving me the cash if it was given to me. But if you forget we're on the radio right now, okay? Okay. I'll do something. Pretend like the people downstairs. Forget we're on the air right now. <laughs> they come walking in with the sign saying, on air, on air, come walking right in. You open it, you bought this couch. Because obviously, I mean, if you buy a secondhand couch, you might be struggling a little bit. I don't know, maybe. And suddenly you, you zip just found it. a real good one. You find. This money, your thought is to return it? No, I'm honestly, I'm gonna think it's not real for some reason. But let's say you verified, yeah, you're going well, to return it. Like, is anybody in this room right now honestly going to look? I'll take off my damn glasses, look me in the eye, and tell me you're gonna give it back. Let me tell you something. Tell me if you drop five bucks out of your pocket right now, I'm gonna step on it like I never saw. I it. believe you. <laughs> <laughs> I would have called and I would have asked if somebody was looking for the money. Why? I wouldn't have disclosed how much money I found, but I would ask if somebody was looking for some money that was Why? donated Why? in a couch. Why? Okay. Because Hi, I yes, would... Paige. We, we did lose some money. How much was it? $43,000? We were lose, looking yep. for $43,000. I see where you're getting, but I don't want that on my conscience thinking I, that somebody... I had the you money, know, but my dog just ate it, so I can't give it back to somebody you. Somebody <laughs> could have gotten maybe something that was important to them. Maybe it was for a wedding they were saving. or you know, Maybe you Eva's wonder. been tucking away some extra money to try to save. <laughs> she just moved. The new dog toy. <laughs> she just moved to the house. <laughs> she bought herself a house. Okay. I, I really would like to talk to uh, talk about this further and also talk to you. Like, be honest with yourself. What a what, sucker he is. What a What a dummy. What a goop. What a dumb dumb. What a dummy. I hope for these moments. You know what happens right? on the flip side, too? Somebody, you've heard this before, will lose a phone, or they'll see somebody pick it up if they forgot it, and then they'll confront them. Oh, yeah. But they'll act like they didn't pick it up. Yeah. So you either got people that are really honest, or you really got really skeevy scammers. Yeah, you do. Skeevy scammers. It's a new segment. We bust them. Skeevy scammers. Um, <sighs> nine, you said you would not, uh, you would, you would. You would take the money. Yeah, man. Again, as I said, it would be the, the, my ticket to home ownership, and it would. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely would. Now, what at night would I probably uh, start to feel bad a little bit? Yeah, I would probably, uh, you know, help out uh, one of the nineteen dollar a month charities or something. <laughs> yeah, buy yeah. turkey for the hobos. Yeah, it's either uh, I'm going to help out the cold dogs or I'm going to help out, uh, you know. Uh, any any of the charities that you know early on in the year they'll hit you with a nineteen dollar a month commercial. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, but absolutely, right. but Paige kind of uh, you know you never truly said what you would do. I would call to see if somebody was looking for the money, and if the person knew the amount of the money, then I would return it. But if they didn't, I would keep it. Man. See, that's the thing. They did. They were not aware of this. They say, apparently, Grandpa died. They donated a lot of his furniture. Imagine this. They probably had it at a yard sale. It just didn't <laughs> uh-huh. sell. Man, I'm not used, used to hearing people that, you know, 
don't go through the house of uh, somebody that died and just pick through everything. And Let's go to Goodwill and start all opening time. all the books and shaking I them. I do now. Ripping open the back of paintings and see if people have hid money and bonds and stock papers Valuable and stuff. stuff. Like I've, I've jewelry we found in, in different things that people have just trashed because they think it's grandmother's not important stuff. God bless. Let's talk to Anonymous, who bought something at a thrift store and found something uh, mysterious inside. Good morning, Anonymous. Hey, good morning, guys. Tickle it. Tickle it, guys. What did What did you purchase at a thrift store? Well, I was uh, actually on tour with my dub reggae band at the time. This is uh, a few years back. And uh, we were in Atlanta, and we were low on cash. Atlanta. I was low on cash. Uh, and somebody had actually stolen my bag with all of my stuff in it at the last show we were at. I left it backstage and it got gone. And I was like, guys, I got to get a new bag. And they were like, all right, well, you know, there's a Goodwill or this thrift store down the road. You know, we can all go. So the whole band goes and I go and I find a cool bag, you know. Like a backpack? Like a backpack? It was like a pulley thing, you know. It was like it had wheels and it was cool. It was nice. Okay. Well, I buy it for four four fifty or four seventy five, something like that. I remember it was under five dollars. And uh so I get on the bus and we're heading down the road and, and you know, I'm putting the new stuff I just bought in in the bag from the thrift store and I noticed that there was like another zipper in the back part of it and I was like, Oh cool it, like that must be where, you know, you put your nice stuff or whatever uh-huh. and I unzipped it and I and I started smelling something really strong. Uh oh. Is it a used and, couch? <laughs> a used couch in the back? Well, let's just say I was uh, I was somewhat of a uh, connoisseur of, at the time of uh, herbals, and it was had weed it had in the bag. Pungent smell, and oh. I fished all the way down and around in the bag, and there was about uh, somewhere around forty grams of uh, some super hydroponic chronic. And what are the odds that yeah. the guy on tour with a <laughs> reggae dub band would go to a Goodwill and buy a bag that had reefers in it? A connoisseur of using too many words. I really, I really uh, walked out into the into the area where where the rest of the band was, and I held up the giant bag of Chronic, and literally everyone fell fell down and and started rejoicing the the, the thrift store find it's of the, the decade from the gods. it is uh, <laughs> wonderful story cuz we were so broke we were so broke and of course we were running low on earth we were on the road oh, of, so, course. <laughs> of course yeah. of course and it, it, it what's up with the reggae dub band now is that still a thing uh it it, it was until uh our so lead no. singer got arrested uh, arrested for um donating weed to goodwill <laughs> Yeah, well, no, he, he he was trying to he was trying to make some money on the side, and it didn't work out. So. Oh, I see. No oh, prostitution. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh, I understand. Yeah. Right. Thank Being you, Anonymous. Have a good morning. Thank you. I wonder if Goodwill or whatever would have a, pro- a problem with us going in and just unzipping all the, the couch cushions and, and flipping over the books and all oh. that stuff. Well, you got to look and see what's in there. Uh, I just want to call up and say that your show is some kick ass. Keep up the good work. I don't know what I do without listening to y'all show every day. I'd be bored as hell. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 